Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning. This is another episode of You Are Loved. I am your host, Salida. Welcome, you guys, to our podcast. Do not forget to go and check out our website. Um, you can't clip my wings.com. Also, you can check out our Facebook page. You can't clip my wings. I want to thank each and every one of the people who have been subscribing to the website. Um, I'm still working on a newsletter. I am still working on putting some things together um, because I think it's very important that these things be available for us. Sorry. Um, Let's see. There we go. Um, So, again, good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Friday. Can you believe this week has already gone through? And as you know, today is September the 11th. Guys, you know what 9-11 is. Um, I don't want to speak on it. Um, But I want to just basically say, you guys, um, a lot of things have happened since then. Um... And I know a lot of people still have memories. I know a lot of people probably still suffer from a lot of stuff that went on during that time. Um, But I don't want to harp on sad stuff. I want to talk about um, some good things. So, again, welcome to You Are Love podcast here. Um, Don't forget, again, to go to YouCan'tClipMyWings.com and also you can't clip my wings Facebook page. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out my book, In Search of You. That's the workbook to go with it. And um, you can find it on Amazon. Okay. In Search of You. It has a very beautiful scenery on the front of it. And it's a guide to finding your self worth after life changing events. And the picture on it, and I talked about it on my. Um, video um is actually a picture i took i actually took the picture um i don't know where i was at when i did it and also on the workbook you will see a picture of my oldest sister okay and i love the look on her face it was the reason why i actually used her um this picture i took of her um because she had that look on her face saying, you know what? I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. And I'm going to conquer. I am going to be an inspiration to somebody else. So um, so if you see a lady, a book, bl- dressed in black. She has black and white shoes on. Black and white is one of her favorite colors. And she has a cute little hat on. Sitting in a chair, you guys, that's the workbook to you in search of you. You'll find both of those on Amazon. Now, if you would like a copy of the book, not signed, you can get both of them for $22.99. Yeah, $22.99. And if you want one signed, it is $27.99. This book would be a wonderful book club uh, uh, venture. Okay, um, and uh, I advise you to get an erasable pen to use on it, so that you can change your answers in the workbook. And we're gonna be talking. I'm gonna be talking about that. 
But today I want to kind of get to something. We know today is Friday and a lot of stuff is going on. We're still um, going through Hurricane Laura, the remnants of it. Still, when I say remnants, I'm talking about people not still, some people still not having lights on. Some people still not back to where they were. Some people still don't have um, any financial help. So we're going through a lot here um, because of uh, Hurricane Laura. But I know in the midst of all of this, I know we can find peace. And today I wanna kinda of talk a little bit about how important it is to have peace in your life. Peace is a great component of your happiness. Having peace in your life is something that is very much needed. You need to have that as something that um, you and, and I'm directly talking to just you. I'm not talking to anybody else. I'm talking about you. How do we find our peace? And how do we use our peace where we um where we um are satisfied with it because you know we can have peace and we can be looking for so much more when it comes to peace um but i want to kind of concentrate on peace and i want to not always i don't want to I don't want to um, push religion because this is not what we we are about. Because um, sometimes we get that um, we can get that kind of mixed up with not to say that religion is not important. Spirituality to me is much more um, important than religion is. So I want to talk about ways that we can um, find this peace that we're lo looking for. This inner peace. I wrote a poem a long time ago. Don't ask me. <laughs> what it was, but it was about inner peace and how we, we're looking for it and how we, how can we get to it? And, um, I don't even know where my book is. That was, I, I can't even remember what I did with my book that had it in it. But anyway, um, when I find it, I, I'll read it to you guys. But, um, the, the inner peace um, that we need, I think, to function in life is something that we have to have already. We have to accumulate it, but we have to know it's already there. Um, and when somebody says to you that all I want is peace, 
I think that's a warning sign for you to kind of look at things and kind of step away from that person. And I'm saying that because sometimes people get to a point where they're at their breaking point and if they don't find that peace, it's going to really, really hurt them, okay? Or really, really put them in a downward spiral. And depression sits in and it makes it worse on everybody. Whoever's in that, in your, in your circle. Um, so let's talk about peace. Um, there is, you know, I love articles. I love reading, but I'm going to try not to read so much to you guys. There's, a um, a, um, an article it's on hackspirit.com is the name of the website and it's called how to, 22 ways to how to find your inner peace. And no, let, let me say this again. How to find inner peace, 22 things that you can start doing right now. So let's talk about this. And this is by Jude Paler is the name of the lady who wrote this. Okay. Um, and it's basically saying um, at one point in our lives, we've battled internal and external chaos. Okay. We, I think everybody's hitting it, especially around this time with the pandemic, with, 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 like I said earlier, Hurricane Laura, we're all at this point where we've got all this going on. Um, and we've got to find a happy medium in this. And one of the things that we need to look for is peace within the storm. Um, stress, hectic schedules, negative emotions, and overthinking are just some of the things that make us frantic and preoccupied, okay? Um, we um, know how overwhelming and draining life can be. At times, it seems hopeless to find silence and inner peace. Yes, 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 yes. That is so true. But it's saying, don't worry. It's saying, uh, because of Western psychology and Eastern philosophy, there are several tried and true techniques you can use to realign your mind with inner silence and begin clearing up within. Now, what I want to tell you guys earlier when I was meditating, and you know, at the end of your meditation, I go through, I, I try to make sure to do some um, um, gratitude um, affirmations and talk about the things that I'm grateful for. And one of the things I did as I was talking, I also asked for guidance and clarification. And at the time I had my crystals in my hand and I'm asking to get all this clog, unclog my mind unclog I need some clear I need some clarity and just so amazing that this says there is a way we could do that so I asked for that and I'm hoping the universe heard me and to give me that clarification on some things um that's going on in my life I need guidance I need clarification so I, I'm, I'm so happy we're talking about this but it says before we go into the essential tips, let's discover tips. Excuse me, um, let's discover what inner peace truly means. What does it mean? What what do you think true uh, inner peace means? Okay, one definition that I saw. Well, my inner peace is just sometimes for me, my inner peace is my mind being clear. There's a silence. 
in my mind because that's where a lot of my rambling goes is in my mind. All the confusion, the chaos is in my mind. It's not necessarily in my, in my heart, but it's in my mind. That definitely can go from my mind to my heart um, or vice versa. Can be from my heart to my mind. So I need to settle what's in my heart probably first and foremost. And then work on finding me in my mind. Maybe that's what I need to do. Or maybe that's what you need to do. So let's talk about it. It says the simplification, simplification of life is one of the steps to inner peace. A persistent simplification will create an inner and outer well-being that places harmony in one's life. Now, let me say this. The word simplification means simple. Take all the clutter, take all the drama, take all the craziness out of your life. That's where you can find some of your inner peace. Now, inner peace is more than finding quiet in this modern world. Well, that's what I just said. I thought that's what it was, but it's more to it. It doesn't mean passively, um, passivity um, and making life dull. That's not what it means. It describes inner peace. It is a state in which you are mentally and spiritually at peace. So we talked about the mind and the heart. We talked about the mind and the heart. So mentally, we need to be at peace as well as spiritually. So both of those working together brings us to some inner peace. What you have is enough knowledge and understanding to keep yourself calm and strong during stressful times. With me, I'm not always strong. I'm not always, I can be overdramatic. I can be a drama queen, what they call drama queen. I can take things to another level. Even though I know the best prescription for me is to be calm. One of the things I do do, and I think we've talked about it before, is that I stop talking. I disconnect. And during that disconnection, that's when I can work out what's going on. And then when I'm ready to reconnect, I can say, okay. But in my disconnection, when I shut down, because you know, we shut down sometimes, I have to be working. I have to be working. I have to be working in my mind. I have to be working. Um, hold just. I have to be working in my mind to make sure that I'm at a, a at a, a impasse in my. In, I have to be working on. I'll be working on that process. When I shut down, I'm figuring out things. I'm trying to make sure that what I'm doing or saying um, is going to make, it's going to be right. Or sometimes I just shut down to just get peace and I don't have to say anything. I don't have to come back with a comeback. I can just 
just douse myself right back into what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And move forward and not even think about it. Sometimes that's not how you should address a problem or a situation. But sometimes that's what works for me. And I, I, I think we talked about that. It says, um, um, true inner peace is independent of external conditions and circumstances. It means truly knowing yourself and what you're capable of. So that's when my, that kicks in when I shut down. Okay. When you have inner peace, you fully accept yourself. So you do not waste your time, energy, and attention on unimportant, meaningless thoughts. Okay. Inner peace is opposite of anxiety rumination and worry okay actually we don't even have anywhere it, it says actually we don't have to be anywhere else do anything else or be anyone else to find inner peace we can just stop everything and just relax so let's talk about now it first says 22 now it says 20 practical action number one you need to set your limitations most of the time we get busy because we don't know how to set limitations. Yeah, I am a total, I don't want to say victim, but I am a person like that. You can minimize being preoccupied with knowing when to stop yourself. Especially if you know that it doesn't matter that much. You have to know. For example, if you only use social media to see what's new gossip in town, then you can set a limit on how many times you will check it. And that's something we all work need to work on, our social media. And, and being in business, social media is very, very important. It is very important because of the products that you sell, the information that you're giving out for your products. Um, all of that plays a part. And um, why it's important to um, step away from. And you can still step away from your social media. Be on it for what you need and then leave off of it. You can do it. The time you use to browse your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feed are better spent on things meant for self-improvement. Okay? You can do that. Number two, it's not about defeating your anxieties. There's a misconception about inner peace, often repeated by new age spiritual gurus. They say you need to defeat your anxieties to experience inner peace. I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying it. it says it's not true. Um, trying to defeat your anxieties often creates more anxiety. So that's not true. Um, when you there's some um, free videos on Ideal Pod. Uh, and he talks about, oh, his name is Justin Brown. And he talks about inner peace in the current moment. Um, he explains how you can experience inner peace right now by embracing anxiety rather than trying to defeat it. Okay. Um, I know you guys, we talked about mindfulness. We went through a whole episode talking about mindfulness. So mindfulness is going to play a part in this. Okay. Um, um, you don't need to be high vibration or feeling good to experience inner peace. Instead, you can be on a path to inner peace by realizing that your anxiety is not something to be defeated. It's just not supposed to be. It don't normally recommend videos unless they have big impact on, she was saying how, she said this video is free and only 10 minutes long. So he explains how we can have that, that inner peace. Okay. 
Um, the problem was that this only created more anxiety deep within. I could continually judge myself for not already arriving at the state of inner peace. So we, we, we add on more when we're trying to do the wrong thing. Um, uh, it says, try to relax. Number three is try to relax. You need to relax. For example, deep breathing helps release tension. Yes, it does. I do it all the time. And I promise you, you guys, it really does work. It says, deep abdominal breathing encourages fully oxygen exchange. That is the beneficial trade of incoming oxygen for outgoing carbo carbon dioxide. Not surprisingly, it can slow the heartbeat and lower or stabilize blood pressure. So if you're anxious or um, you're upset about something and your blood pressure is high, breathe deep. I promise you guys, it works. I do it all the time, okay? It says um, deep breathing is something you can do anywhere, anytime. To practice deep breathing, breathing slowly through your nose, Allowing your chest and lower belly to rise and fill your lungs. Let your abdominal abdomen expand. Hold for about four seconds. Then breathe out slowly through your mouth or nose. If it feels more comfortable, do six seconds, okay? If the deep breathing doesn't work for you, you can find another relaxation technique um, that works for you. Maybe a workout or a long walk will re recharge you during the day. Or it could be music, yoga yoga or going for a swim now let me tell you what i know for sure lightens me or bring me down is jazz music i listen to a lot of jazz music most of the time if i'm not um talking um i'm listening to jazz and i'm working on different projects so that's what i find motivates me is jazz music i'm serious jazz music literally motivates me okay um the key to find out, then do it. Just do it. Find something that works for you and then do it. Number four, don't make the issue bigger than it is. Making a fuss about nothing can create a lot of unnecessary stress for me. Now, now um, my son and I are in business and from time to time, he says that I do that. I find things to be upset about um, just to feel upset, I guess. So he kind of tries, he lots of times we bump heads because I'm trying to make sure things are done the way that I guess I want to see them done. And he tries to tell me, mom, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it can be done, but don't make it such a big deal. But that's kind of hard for me because I like to see things being done in a particular way. And um, sometimes I feel that he doesn't take things as serious as I do. And maybe that's that's where the disconnect comes in, is because he has a um, not a nonchalant way of doing things. I'm more of a okay, precise, not precise, but one, two, three, let's get this done. And he's more of a eh, okay, we'll get it done type person. And I'm not like that. I like to plan ahead. I like to prep ahead. I like to think ahead and I want to already have everything right there. So I'm not scrambling trying to get things and putting things together. Um, it says when um, facing something that you think is a major disaster, ask yourself if what is going on will still matter in five years. So let's, okay. So we back on a five-year plan and, and which is great. That five-year plan is awesome. 
because that's what I basic my, I actually do my goals on a five-year plan. I um, did my um, vision board on a five-year plan, okay? I literally did my vision board on a five-year plan, which I'm going to talk about today, um, later on. It says, answering the question will help you look at the bigger picture. Most of the time, we are the ones who are making things worse, okay? Um, even when they are just trifling matters, when they trivial, excuse me, um, trivial matters, just nothing real big and major, but we can definitely make things that way. <laughs> Number five, you have to slow down. Mm, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's speaking to me. It's speaking to me. Being frantic all the time has negative effects on your mind and body. But if you slow down and start to feel less, it'll start to feel less stressed. Most of the time, what we need to slow down is overthinking. Yes, 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 yes. However, slowing down goes for many other things you do in everyday life too, like multitasking or riding your bicycle. So yes, I multitask and I know multitask can definitely bring on anxiety. Okay, it can. No matter how practice, how well we do it, we still have some anxiety about completing all the tasks. Okay. Number six, um, learn to practice modern meditation. We talked about that. I talked about it. If you want to experience inner peace, then there really isn't a better technique than learning how to practice meditation. Why? Because meditation helps you become aware of your present reality. Um, you're without engaging in it emotionally or reaching to it, reacting to it. When you practice meditation, you learn to simply observe and acknowledge things as they are. In other words, you need to learn how to sit with yourself, observe your thoughts, and stop attaching to your emotions, okay? The problem. Meditation isn't easy. In this day and age, we've grown up thinking million, a million different things at a time and never stopping to sit with ourselves. But here's the irony. When you try to learn how to meditate, we turn to techniques practiced by Buddhist monks with thousands and thousands of hours of experience. The kicker, they're far too difficult for novices like us. <laughs> so when we try monk meditation, we get frustrated when a thought pops up. We become easily distracted. We struggle to maintain our focus. That's right. We become more stressed and anxious as it goes on and on. Now, with me, I struggle with the ideal of staying focused. But it doesn't stop me from going ahead and going through my meditation because I know when you're a beginner with meditation, you know that those things are happening. It takes a lot of practice where you can sit down in a peaceful place, do your meditation and not be distracted and your mind is focused on your meditation. And because of these obstacles, not only do we do not find inner peace, but we give up trying to make meditation a habit. But I have not done that, but it's not your fault fault, it's saying. According to meditation guru Emily Fetcher, there are two types of meditations. So number one is meditation designed for monks and number two meditation <laughs> designed for modern world. Many people get stuck because they choose meditation designed for monks. Yes, these practices work, but they have a more difficult learning curve. Okay. On the other hand, the modern Meditation designed by Emily Fester is easier to learn and more enjoyable. It allows you to practice using your observer mind in a more practical way. 
What I do is I usually do the chakra. I like guided meditation. I like to hear the voices. I like the instructions that are given. Um, I can listen to music meditation, but it distracts me. It distracts me and it allows my mind to move. If someone is talking to me, I can be more focused when I hear someone talking opposed to just a lot of music. I tried both and I know that I work better when someone is guiding meditation, um, when they're telling me what to do. I don't know why. It says this is actually the meditation technique that kick-started by meditation habit. Um, she said she's been going over for now five years. The best way to learn modern meditation they have a free master class. Emily Fletcher gives a terrific introduction to her techniques. And you can stick with modern meditation. Then you'll start to see results pretty quickly. And I'm going to tell you this. What I witness when I pay attention to after I meditate and after um, start, different events start to happen in my life during that at, right after my meditation, I notice that they're different. I notice that there's some clarity. I notice that I'm paying attention more. I'm focused a little bit better, and I'm able to think things. Thing I'm I'm able to think things out a little better. So that I know meditation works. I really do. I I believe in meditation. I believe in my crystals. Okay, I believe in them because I do know the difference. I I watch the difference take place in my life. Okay. I see how, like number seven, we're getting ready to talk about unclutter. Unclutter your world for a stress-free mind. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, I can't work with my desk or house is cluttered. In this situation, my focus is divided between cleaning and working, and in the end, I always choose the former. Why? Because clutter makes me irritable. So, um, sometimes I work in clutter, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I need to work where everything is in place, um, I'm constantly always moving things around, so I, that's just me. Um, I don't like to work with a lot of stuff um, in my way, um, but I need the stuff that is, I, I need to have the things, like right now, I have a table in my office, and I have notebooks, and each notebook has a different title to it. Um, you know, the black and white notebooks, now they come in decorative colors composition books. That's what they are, composition books. And right now I'm holding like you can see them. Um, I have one. It has a title on it. This one has another title on it and I have them sitting on my desk. So whenever I need to go to something, I can open that notebook and go to it. It's the way I have to um, stay organized. Um, I can get one of those book things, file cap, files thing, carts or boxes and stick each one of them in, them in there, or I can have a, a file cabinet and have them in there that way. But it's handy for me to walk up to them and pick up, look through it, and see what I need out of it. So that's wonderful. Um, and it works for me. Okay. Um, un uncluttered, simplified, and ordered space makes my mind clearer so I can think better. Yes, that is so true. But I also have a... Um, part of me that likes the clutter, that likes the things because, I don't know, it's just sometimes I like it. So I'm kind of torn in between. <laughs> but don't stop there. You can always decolor and, or and organize your house for a more relaxing environment. You can take it up a notch and do it in, um, in some Marie Kondo style. I don't know what that means. Okay, number eight um, says be an, an a minimalist, Okay. 
For others, the minimalist approach to living seems cold and devoid of life. But for its advocates, being a minimalist takes away the unnecessary distractions, which brings peace of mind, clarity, and focus. So when you have less stuff, okay, it's better off. Now, with me, my thing is I love space. I'm a space person. Um, so I don't like a lot of furniture, okay? So if you visit my future home, you will see I will not have a lot of furniture in it. I love big art, but I don't like a lot of furniture. I like my walls to, to, be, to have artwork on them, but I don't like, I can have a couch and a chair and a table and a TV in a room and I'm fine. I don't need anything else. I don't like a lot because that's like we were talking about clutter. I the same with my bedroom. I don't want a lot of dressers and cabinets in my bedroom. I want to walk into my bedroom where it's free and clear of any clutter. If anything is going to be my closet. My closet I have behind my closet will probably be all my clutter, my shoes, my clothes and everything. But my bedroom, I want that free, clear space where there's not a lot of stuff, period. Um, and it works. Number nine, be prompt. Uh, practicing promptness may be a small habit, but effects on your schedule is huge. Um, when you are early, it can make what used to be stressful time into a period of relaxation and recharging. Yes, you have time to think, focus, and I like to be places early. I have, it's not a habit, but I do love being where I need to be early. I, I fuss about it all the time. You guys, I'm leaving an hour early. I'll be there a whole hour early before anything gets done. So if there is something that needs to be done um, in between that time, I'm able to do it. Um, fix something, you know, uh, go to a store or something if I need to do that. Um, Promptness also gives you enough time to adjust the sudden unwanted changes. I just said it. Just in case I needed some water, um, I could stop and get water if I don't take water with me, you know. Um, so leaving early is great um, for me. It works for me. Number 10 says learn to accept and let go. That's something we all struggle with because I know I struggle with that. I learn, I'm learning how to do it. I, I'm really, really learning how to do it. Um, oh, wow. Um, and it's getting better with it. Um, what happened in the past should stay in the past, no matter how negative it is, like something that someone said or did, you need to let it go. Um, hold up. Um, all right. Just all of a sudden I'm getting these calls. Okay. Um, it says you need to let it go. Accept the fact that nothing will change, even with a lot of rumination. Um, let that feeling and thought and instead of trying to push it away, because when you do it, starts to lose power. It starts to lose power. So, if it comes, let it go. Okay, let that feeling and thought, instead of trying to push it away, when you do, um, do it, it starts to lose power. So, just, okay, come in. You're there. It's gone. Okay. 
I'm not saying you can forget the details of what happened, but the negative feelings will become less powerful, okay? Instead, you can direct your focus to present moment and something better. And that's why lots of times it's good to become neutral. It's good if you're having a disagreement with someone. The best thing to do, for me, first of all, what I do is I shut down, like I told you guys before, that gives me time to think it through. So when I do come back to it, I'm not dealing with it. I am not dealing with it, okay? I'm going to move on. If you want to stay and marinate in that situation, you go ahead. I've got to move on because i got a lot of work to do. And you have to put that in your mind. Um, so, um, number 11, do not guess, ask. Sometimes what causes us stress is our assumptions. Let me say that again. Sometimes what causes us stress are our assumptions. Reading minds is pretty much impossible. Nobody can do that. However, we still try to do it, which creates anxiety, uncertainty, and misguided conclusions for ourselves. So even if it is a bit hard, try to communicate. It will save you the headache of trying to analyze every action. Ask the question, how do you feel? Can we do this? Can we do, can we squash the beef for right now? Okay. Think about that. Okay. That's something we could do. Number 12, escape for a while. Oh Lord. Yes. Uh, escaping doesn't mean quitting. It just means you're recharging yourself, doing some soul searching. Yes. And there are a lot of ways to do this. You can travel, watch your favorite movie, travel, or take a walk or listen to some beautiful music, whatever. Number 13, stop procrastinating and solve it. Wow. Okay. I hope this is stepping on your toes as well as it's stepping on mine. Okay. Yes. Know the true value of time. Snatch, seize, and enjoy every moment of it. No idleness, no laziness, no procrastination. Never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Remember, that was said. Okay. First or the fourth Earl of Chesterfield, Philip Stanhope, made that comment. Okay. Procrastination won't do any good, so stop doing it. Start solving your problems immediately and release the underlying stress with it. So if you have a situation that you need to deal with, deal with that situation and move forward. Okay. Um, you probably already know what to do, but you're just not doing it yet. Yes. Remember that the longer you wait, the worse the tension inside becomes. So whatever your problem is, get started and do it now. Get on it now. Make it change now. Okay. Number 14, disconnect when it's not time to work. Yes, your work does not belong in your home. Leave it where it belongs. Assign your weekends for recharging by limiting your internet activity. Okay. Like on the weekends and I'm telling you guys, I'm constantly sitting up, putting a calendar in my head together. Constantly. All the time. Okay, this weekend, I'm going to work on this. That weekend, I'm going to work on this over here. I'm going to do this over there. And I'm literally going through a timeline for my Saturdays and Sundays. Literally. Not relaxing. Not enjoying. But literally thinking of all the things I could do. It's like every day, every hour of the day... I literally need to be doing something. And that's crazy, but that's how I think. And I don't know why. Okay. Um, 
Uh, even though they say your work does not belong in your home, most people are home working. Okay, that's what they're doing now. Um, it says assign your weekends for recharging, limiting your in, um, internet activity. So what I need to do is now is what I need to work on is starting to work from nine to five, five days a week and on the weekends do some different things. That's a habit I have to gain or put together or make. Um, and we're going to be going over our time because I really want to go through this and I want you guys to get a deep understanding of what's going on and what we're doing here. It says, try to spend more of your Saturdays and Sundays with undivided attention on your family, friends, hobby, or out in nature. Trust me, it'll do you good. And, and yes, I love taking pictures. I love taking pictures of old churches. Okay, I am a, I don't know why old churches is a fascination for me, but they are. And so sometimes I get triggered to pack up my camera and take off on a beautiful day. Like today is a beautiful day. Um, but I think I have like two, I got two callbacks I got to do. And also I got a Zoom, an important Zoom call that I have to be on. Um, so I'll have to probably put that off tomorrow if the weather permits for me to go and do it. Okay. Um, number 15, it says one thing at a time. Multitasking can give you stress. Remember I said that earlier. However, doing one thing at a time will keep you more focused. And it does help because in the morning time, my regiment, and I, I mean, you guys can just kind of, uh, probably got something similar going on in the morning time. What I do is I get up, I do my little exercise, I meditate, and then I do the show. I do my podcast. That's my routine for my morning. Once I'm finished with doing all of this, no matter what time it is, then I start my day. Because to me, this is more important than anything. Um, and I apologize for missing the days that I've missed because I know that um, I have people who actually go to my Facebook page, to the, um, you can't clip my wings, Facebook page, and actually go listen to the show. Listen to my podcast. I'm trying to learn how to actually market this podcast. Okay, all of this is part of the process and I also have to um, get my newsletter going for my website so I got a lot of things I told you it's blocked out remember we talked about time management blocking off time doing certain things and now that I really understand that my weekend should be for me and I need to work Monday through Friday and that's it enjoy my weekends I'm gonna have to start doing that okay um, it says it can give you stress however doing one thing at a time will keep you more focused this mantra will guide you through your day and it will help you do a better and quicker job at pretty much anything, okay? Having a schedule of actually blocking off your time doing what you need. Um, one thing I want to really talk about real quick here. I have here, you guys can't see it, I have what I call a content creation and, oh my God, I actually created my own homemade calendar. Wow, I didn't even realize I did all this. And I write a lot of stuff. It's a huge sticky note thing. And I have a lot of my information that I use, I literally write on it. And I love it, okay? Um, even though I haven't been, I'm confessing, literally sticking to my 
content creation calendar. <laughs> but I, I still know that I can go back and look at different things. Like me doing the show today. So today is the 11th, right? So what I could go to, um, today was, uh, let's see, this is with September. Yeah, this is September. Let me make sure. Um, yeah. Uh, no, no, wait a minute. This is for August. This is my August calendar. So it's time for me to make a September calendar, which I haven't done yet. So I guess I got to do that. See? And I'm not, I'm not making it to say that I'm doing this because it's to me, I don't know. I just have a need to write something. I'm, I'm the person where I have to, I can listen to it. But I need to write it too. I don't know why. I okay. Anyway, I don't want to get off that. But that's what I I'm I'm doing so that I know exactly what I have to do every day of the week to make sure my day is not so clogged with a lot of stuff. Um, number sixteen. Focus on the good memories. Sometimes we focus on the bad memories instead of the good ones. Maybe you have experienced a failure in your past, but you have to remind yourself that you are strong. Okay. Um, one way to implement selective memory into your life by focusing on the good memories, you found the strength once, and I'm sure you can find it again. So take all the bad memories, put them to the side and think about all the good things that's happened to you. And that's why whenever you finish meditating, it's a good thing to do a gratitude affirmation. Talk about all the good things. Um, that you're that you have done okay um and i'm gonna stop at number 17 and we can do the next five monday i'll remind myself to make sure i make this important to finish this up um try mindful eating i don't know what that is so let's find it have you ever looked down at an empty plate only to wonder where your food went you don't even remember eating it and you definitely didn't enjoy it that happens mindful eating puts you in a tune with your body so you can listen to its signals. It help, will help you lose weight without the constant stress of dieting and prevent you from snacking mindlessly. Mindful eating helps people cope with eating problems like anorexia and reduce anxiety and guilt some of us feel around eating. Here's how to bring mindful attitude to the next meal you eat. Don't, in, don't eat in front of your, ca your computer. If you're concentrating on work, that's guaranteed way not to taste what you're eating. Turn off the television and eat at the table using real flatware in China. Um, <laughs> totally focus on at least the three bites, okay? The first three bites. Take a moment to savor your food. What does it taste like? Is it spicy? Is it sweet? Use all your senses and be attentive to the color, texture, and smell. If you normally shovel food into your mouth, then eat more slowly. Smaller bites help you to really taste the food. Stop every so often to taste a few, take a few breaths or sip water. Try eating as though you had paid a lot of money for the food in a fancy restaurant. If this was world-class cuisine, you'd want to enjoy every bite, okay? Even if you're not a great chef, the aim is to still enjoy what you're eating as much as possible. Do properly mindful eating does take a longer, but it leaves you feeling full and satisfied so that you're not tempted to snack during the day or get up for something to eat 
because you're bored. And we all suffer from that. I really believe that. Um, and we're going to stop right there. Okay, I didn't realize this had some real good information. I hope you guys learn from this. You guys, it's Friday. I want you to go out there, enjoy your day. If you have work to do, get all your work done. Say by five, no later than six. Put all that stuff away. Put it in a neat box or whatever. Put it away until Monday, unless you get a phone call like I be getting, and you have to take care of something then. Um, again, you guys, I want to thank you for hanging out with me here on You Are Loved. Remember that. You are loved on our podcast. I want to say thank you. Check out our website, youcan'tclipmywings.com. Go to our Facebook page, like our Facebook page, You Can't Clip My Wings. You guys, thank you for today listening in. Look forward to the end of this for Monday. You guys have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. And you guys wear your mask until something different happens because there's always something, okay? All right, you guys. Have a good evening. I mean, good morning. Golly, I'm trying to get to the evening already. I'm trying to get to that 6 o'clock hour. Uh, you guys have a great day and bye-bye. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Uh -huh. All right, let's see. And don't forget, you guys, don't forget, don't forget to go to the web, to um, Amazon.com and buy a copy of our book, okay? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Have a great weekend again. Bye-bye.